Hey guys, this is Mariah here, and I am back with another episode hosting Saving Our Woman Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to get straight into the podcast episode. Let's go. So, I just wanted to get on here and talk about being equally yoked. That's that's the Bible verse, but honestly, like the po- like the episode is really going to be about how does our relationship with God reflect our circles? I think honestly, our relationship with God, our actions, our character, all of those things tells it tells us. It tells other people too, depending on how they look. Like if they're looking that deep, it tells us about our relationship with God. And people don't know that. People think like, "Oh, you don't know my relationship. Oh, you don't know how I be numb behind closed doors. You don't know how I be praying." If you praying that deep, and if you talking to God that deep, and you ain't getting nowhere, it's a problem. It's a blockage. It's a artery clogged, baby. It is a blood clock somewhere that you ain't you ain't got checked out. I am telling you, and it's like wasting your time almost. Like because if you you can pray, you can pray, you can go to church every day, but if you are not giving God all of you, your life can never reflect it. It can never reflect it. It's not going to add up. Two plus two is not going to be four. I'm telling you, and I had to ask God. Like when I was reading this Bible verse, but let me go ahead and read the Bible verse so I don't start this rant. So. This is 2 Corinthians 6, so it says, oh, 6, verse 14. This is NIV. It says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Nothing. Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? They don't go together. They don't go together. And so, and this is not about romantic, this is any form of relationship. Nobody's saying to not love somebody because they don't believe. Nobody's saying to shun somebody. Nobody is saying to dis, um, dis, dismember or disown somebody. Nobody, this does not say that. It does not say that. It says do not be yoked together with unbelievers, right? And so I was just like asking God, like, hmm, like, like what's happening (laughs) like why like and it's mostly um, it's mostly believers that we are always in relationship or yoked together with somebody does not that that does not reflect our love for christ which is crazy to me and i'm just asking god like how how do we get here like how do we get in those places and god began to show me you guys like People say they believe me and they love me and they have a relationship with me. But what is a relationship if I'm if I am not getting all of you? What is that? Is it a piece of relationship? It's not a relationship at all, honestly. If I'm if you come into me every day talking to me, right? You we praise, we worship, but you're still leaving with some, you're still leaving holding stuff hostage. What is that? And so that's how our circles look. They look retarded. They look dysfunctional. They look crazy. They don't add up, right? 
And God's like, yeah, like, that's how your relationship with me look. It don't be adding up. What you be doing and what we be going in the prayer closet about or your room about, they, it's disformed. It does not look right. Fix it. Like, how do, how do we fix it, God? Like, how do we fix it? How do we fix having the desire to be connected with someone that doesn't look like my relationship with you or does not look like my love for you, right? Like how like how do we, how do we fix that? Like I'm just really asking God this question. And I just hear God saying like, "You fix that by giving me all of you, like by giving me access to every part of you, to every part that likes drugs, to every part that likes the thug music, to every part." Because I like me some, I like some rap. So me, okay, but I'm not getting that. But anyway, to every part of you that's rough, that's hurt, that's broken. Like, I want all of the parts to every, every part, every part of you that likes pornography. Like, I want to every part of you that's a freaky girl, okay? That's a nasty gal. Nasty gal. Okay, let me say, I want all of that. I want the funny part of you. I want the goofy part of you. I want the retarded part of you acting a fool I want the fool I want all of that and we think that we have to be a certain way with God this only specific way I can only come to God if I'm praising him if I am just you know oh my god God you're so good thank you Jesus God's like girl I know I'm good okay I just want every little part that you be trying to hide from me even though I see it but I know you I created you I knew you. I knew you before I placed you in your mother's room. I created you to, to be all of this, and there's good. There's good that can come out of all of it. So don't hide that freak girl. Don't hide all of that because you you being a freak girl. But I called you to, you know, be connected with your husband, right? It's like so many so many different things that we try to hide and. And we try to mask, right, from the pain, the trauma, and the childhood. This is the way we are because of something that happened to us. This is the path that we chose because of what happened to us. But God was like, you just holding it hostage. So what happens is that when you leave my presence, right, after you get done praying, after you get done weeping and crying, listening to a good word on Sunday, then you go out and you live a separate life because I only have parts of you. Right. So you shut you shut me off on this part of your life. That's that's how you have the conscience to go live a life that I never even called you to. That's how you have the conscience to go do what you what to go do something you have no business doing because I didn't get I didn't get the chance to get access to that part. So but you know who got access to that part? The enemy has access to that part. This is exactly why God says. Don't be yoked. Don't be connected to unbelievers, right? I'm saying God didn't say, he didn't say don't love unbelievers. He didn't say don't counsel. He didn't say don't, he didn't say none of, he didn't say none of what you're thinking. He said, don't be yoked together. Okay. And then there, and then you also have to have wisdom, even though it may sound contradicting, but it's not. This is where wisdom from God comes in and knowledge because God may call you. Not, not even may, he will. 
is a season in everybody's life where their pride has to be put to the side. God will call you to an unbeliever for sure. For sure. Just to save their life. Maybe it's to even save you. Hmm. Get, get into it. It's a lot of believers, right? That has pride, that has ego, that ha- that that's just not really in relationship with God, right? And they think that they're a believer. They don't have to commune or they can judge or look down on unbelievers or someone that lives that lives different with you know than them. But God will call you. It could it could change your life and their life. And more more so some I have seen believers connect with unbelievers and it changed their life. Because guess what? Those those unbelievers were able to call out something that they could never see in themselves because of stuff that they have masked up because they did not let God in. And guess what? The places where you're not letting God in is being exposed through attitude, is being exposed through your tone, how you respond. It's being it's being exposed in so many different ways when you show up, you can't even see it. But guess what? I have seen unbelievers call it out. You say you this, you say you that. But look at look look how you act and like look how like literally I have seen it all. And they're and the believers be in awe. When you don't even have to, when you could just let God in, but it it takes time. Yeah, it takes grace, it takes patience, it takes God's mercy for sure. But I'm telling y'all, this this stuff is super important because I had to I had to check myself. Not only have not only have I had to check myself, God has allowed people to check me. Like literally, I'm telling you, y'all, I'm telling you. So as my relationship with God is shifting and it's changing, right? Because I'm just, I'm just evolving, right? But there's parts of me that are not evolving. And you're not noticing that because you're so used to having those parts guarded. They're so used to being secretive. They're so used to being just shut off, right? When I go, when I'm going to the throne, it's shut off. It doesn't exist, Right, which is crazy because that's what the throne room is for. That's what God is for, is to go seek him and lay all of our burdens and cast all of our cares on him. Right? So maybe this is an exercise I'm gonna give myself and you. So just take some time out, quiet time. Don't put on no praise music. Don't put on Sunday revival. Just be quiet. Okay? Sitting in some quietness. If you can get that for a few minutes or more and just get a notebook or ipad or whatever i preferably a notebook and literally write down just get to writing don't even worry about what to write down just get to writing whatever you think and start writing but then as you start to get a flow as your brain starts to get a flow and starts as your brain starts to work and starts to remember the things that have happened how you feel in that moment begin to write down Everything that you have suppressed, everything that has happened since childhood, since, I don't know, grown-uphood, adulthood, whatever, whatever transpired, I don't know what happened to you. I know what happened to me, though. I know what I experienced as a child, though, that I probably have, still to this day, have not told anybody, not been carrying in, like, hurt and pain and not knowing that I was just hope. Well, I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't know about it. Like you don't know until you know, right? You can know of something, but you don't really know 
until you release that thing. Like I was really holding that thing by the chokehold. Like it was a purse, not letting it go. Okay. But just really releasing those things. And I think it takes time because it has been locked away in our brain. Or sometimes too, it could it could just show up every day. You could remember it every day, but still just suppress it. But sometimes it takes time for our brain to even go back to remember everything that has happened and transpired. And when you write those things down, God, he'll begin to just, just re- allow you to release it. But you have to let it go. Doesn't mean you doesn't mean it may not come back in your brain, but you speak to that thing and let let that thing know who has the victory over you. I'm not a victor. I mean, I'm not a victim, I'm a victor. Right? And just begin like if you were a child when something happened, I was a child to have no control over that. Right? I felt unprotected, right? But but God is working this out for my good because there's there's so many other women and little girls may have gone through something that that can't even it's not imaginable right that we can't even fathom and so and god has created you for a purpose for a time as this let them know that you can't stay here you can't die there right but we can't die there how can we not doubt how how can we not die there how can we keep moving by releasing them right every time i think about it, i'm casting it on you god lord i'm, I'm gonna give you this Cause that I mean that's just how we are. We'll say we release it. We'll pick it right back up. We'll put it right back down and keep doing it until your mind, until your body keeps releasing it. Right? Like let's go, y'all. It's it's time to completely give God all of us so our life looks like it. Not only looks like it, our life is effective and it's fruitful because God has called us to people. And I, we don't really have the time. We really don't. Time is not on our side. God is, though. But we really don't have the time to keep messing and dealing with the same old things. He has called us to nations. He has called us to many people. Our our gener- like generations connected to us have been called to nations. And if we don't, everybody's not going to be able to connect with them nations. But if we do not move forward and heal properly and give God all of us so our lives can look like it, so our attitudes can look like it, he's going to give it to somebody else. I don't know about you. I don't want my purpose given to nobody else. I mean, I don't want my assignments assigned to nobody else. That's not what I want. I want to do it right now here on earth. I want my life to be effective. I want my life to be talked about, written about. I want my life to be a sacrifice. Yes, I like I want to be a sacrificial lamb. Like I want to be the one that God used and didn't hold I didn't hold nothing back. But the only way that that can happen if I lay it all at his feet. I'm not separating this girl from this girl. It, there's not 50 parts of me like this is just like literally I'm giving it all to God like whoever that I think that I am right whoever my childhood has formed me to be at this moment right which is doesn't doesn't mean that that's who God caused you to be but this is what your trauma formed you to be this is what your uh, upbringing right and your and whatever your however your parents taught you this is what you are formed to be at this moment right 
but giving her, giving her all to God. Like, God, this is, this is who I am right now. This is who I think I am, but I give it to you. And Lord God, I ask you, right, to give me the desire to be who you call me to be. Put it in me. Download it in me. I don't know what it is, but if you download it in me, it'll come up. I start. I will start to desire different things. I will start to like different things. I will start to want to live different, want to live better. Because how I was living before, I thought it was good for me. It felt good, but it wasn't good for me. It just looked good. But I want to live a different life where it looked good on the inside and the outside. Right? I want the big house. I want all of that. But I want to be whole in the house. I want my house, my the inside of my house to be whole. I just don't want it to look pretty on the outside. I want it to be pretty in the inside. Okay? And so just remember that as you move out in the world, I just want you to analyze. Like when you get around your circle, when you get around your people, analyze them. Listen to them. No, no, no. When I say listen, like, not just conversation. Listen to their body. Like, listen to, like, their body movements, their face expression. Like, listen. Because God has, when you begin to observe and analyze, like, with your family, with your friends, with your, your man, your whoever, whoever, whoever you got going on, whoever you connected with, whoever your partner is, right? You could even be a woman. I don't know what your life looked like. But just to sit back and analyze like everything about them and you know how they interact with you and right. They they say they love you, but look at all of the actions, right? And and let God start talking to you. Like as you begin to observe and be intentional, like who is this person really? Like who are they really like? Like just look back, like, you know. God's going to begin to talk to you and tell you if, not even if, he's going to tell you what the purpose is and the plan is for this relationship or, you know, for this friendship or whatever, whatever is happening, he's going to begin to download for you. This was never for you. He'll tell you, like, this was never for you in the beginning. You hopped into it. I still love you. I still got you, but this was never for you. But now, since you stepped into it, I'm going to make it for your good anyway. It may hurt a little bit. Because you're not supposed to be in it, but I got to pull you up out of it. But it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt on both sides. You know, but I got to get you out of it because you can't stay here. You can't die here. We got to keep going. We got to keep moving. We may have to leave some people behind, but we'll come back for them if need be. But we got to keep going. We got to disconnect this. I'm going to have to cut the ties on this. A lot of people don't allow God in into those spaces because they honestly love it. They don't want to disconnect from it. But there, there is no way you're going to li- keep listening to this podcast and keep praying to God and keep seeking Jesus and think you're going to stay the same. This is not for them type of people. You ain't, Matter of fact, I ain't got to say it because you're not going to last. Literally, you're not going to last. You're going to listen to probably one episode and you're going to. You probably can't even get to the full episode because this is not for you. Because it's going to convict you so hard. It's not going to be for you. Because it's not even going to make sense, right? Because we have family and we have friends and we have all these different connections. And we're tied and yoked to all these different people. Even people that don't we don't even talk to, we still yoked to. 
it's going to convict you so hard because it's not going to make sense to you. It's like, uh-uh, I live, woo 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 years ago. Like, what do you mean? I'm not yoked to him. I'm not yoked to that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this family, we're going to always be tied together. This is you Like, if you are, if your desire is to stay the same, you, you didn't make it to the end of this podcast, period. But for the ones that did, it's go time, okay? It's cutting season time in love. And you ain't even got to do nothing. You ain't got to say nothing. God will do it for you. But that's something that you have to want, though. If you don't want that, I mean, that's between you and God. Or that's between yourself. But if if you want change, sacrifices are going to have to be made and things are going to have to be disconnected because a lot of people, is, they're not going where we're going, y'all. They're just not. They're not. They are not going where we're going. It doesn't mean that you won't meet them again. You won't see them again. It doesn't mean that you won't love on them again. It doesn't mean none of that. But the season that God has you in this moment, it requires it requires less distractions. And a lot of people that we connect with that are not equally yoked are distracted. Or or they are a distraction. And so when you can disconnect the those things, right? The things that you thought you liked, right? Yeah, I like the like. When you start to disconnect them things, the things that have no fulfillment, the things that don't bear fruit, good fruit, when you disconnect that and you take that away, it's like, what do we really have in common, bro? We don't have nothing in common. We just got the streets in common. We don't have nothing in common. So who are you? And then when you really get to, when you really get the chance to figure out who this person is, I do not like this person. But then at the same time, I don't like you. If I find out who you are, I don't like you. What does that say about myself? Where was I when I connected with you? When I connected, where was I? I was broken, bro. I was bitter. I was angry. So if you tell me, so that's who I am right now, then I'm broken. A part of me, a part of me is broken. A part of me is angry and bit like, what? That's me? I'm telling you, your circle will tell on you. Your circle will tell you who you are. Bruh, I would never forget I had to, no, I would never forget. I was just like analyzing like connections that I have made in the past just over my life, right? And I had, I literally, I had different types of friends. They were definitely not the same. And I was just like, I probably could never get my group of friends together. This would not make sense. It's just like, they will never connect. But then God had to show me, whoa, ma'am, hello, pointing at you. Like, what does that say about you? Huh? Like, well, I was super convicted. I'm like, I got different parts of me. He's like, yeah, that's not good. If you can't bring all of you and you got different types, different, all different types of friends that can never connect, that is crazy. 
they're like that that's that's bipolar that's not gonna work right and he was just telling me and not only that you're not you're being dishonest to your friends you're not bringing all of you to your friends because they only know one part of you they don't know the whole they don't know who you really are they don't know who you really are they they only getting parts of you so you being an imposter you being fake yeah so you yeah this is crazy and as i began to disconnect because i started to change and i started to be self-aware like oh i can't stay here i can't die here like literally i can't let me i can't let me lay here i got stuff to do like i have purpose to fulfill i can't stay here i don't know why i gotta keep putting me on put putting that on my heart not die here like you're not gonna die here like i don't know like what type of connection y'all got going on whoever listening to this you are not going to die there. You cannot die there. You cannot afford to die there. Your legacy cannot afford for you to die there. Baby, your babies, if you ain't got no babies, your future babies, okay? Whether it's adoption, whoever, whoever connected, they cannot afford for you to lay there. You can't stay there. You cannot stay in that relationship. It does not reflect it does not reflect. It don't look like it ain't barren harvest. None of that is none of that. None of that is happening. Yeah. So none of that is happening. You are not gonna lay there. You are not gonna die there. Get up. Literally, this is not. It's not happening. You're not staying there. As long as you wake up every day. As long as you have breath, life in your lungs, in your body, you are not staying here. You're not going to die here. I promise you, you're not. Keep moving. Keep going. Right? God, like your steps are already ordered. God already has you. And I think once we release that control, once we once we release the guard that we have uh, over parts of us that we have not released to God, like things are going to just align and they're going to flow and they're going to come together. Right. And sometimes, too, we could be blinded by already being blessed. We're already blessed, honestly. Right. God has made a way out of no way. He has opened doors that we couldn't even thought that, you know, you couldn't even imagine we can actually open. Right. And sometimes we get blinded or distracted by those small blessings when God is like, we talked about the vision. I showed you the vision. I showed you what your life can look like. All those things that you desire, everything that you desire, I have way more for you. Don't don't lay don't lay down with these small blessings now. Don't preserve little stuff. I got big things for you. Don't try to preserve the little stuff. Don't try to hold on to little stuff and think that this is it. No, no. You can't lay here. You can't die here. This is not over. This is not it. This is just the beginning. Don't mm-mm. And my, I think my big takeaway from this episode was not not only being yoked with unbelievers, but reflecting and analyzing what's around us and knowing that that is either in us or that's on us, right? Whatever you connect, that's in you and that's on you. But then it's like, okay, if this is in me and on me, how do I get it out of me and off me? If this is what my circle is, and this is how they come, and like, if this is what I'm connected with, these are where my associates are. Like, how do, like, 
God, like, how do I break this down and get this? How do I get rid of this? How do I get it out of me? Like, if you desire that and you, if you are being intentional about that, God will show it to you. He'll let you know, oh, yeah, the anger that you've been holding against your daddy since a child, since this, since that. Yeah, yeah, that's where they come from. That's how you connected with them. That's how you connected with the voice. Um, your childhood hurt, whatever, you being bullied at school. Um, that's where the insecurities came from. That's where you thinking that you're not enough. That's where that came from. Your mama never accepted you, whatever. She never accepted who you was at this moment. She kept pushing you to be somebody else. Like, oh, that's that's where the rejection came from. Like, this is how you act the way you act. This is how you, this is how you were yoked with this person right here. And he he will begin to reveal those things to you, but you just gotta want it. You gotta take out time for him to do that, so you can listen to him, so you can hear him. And yeah, so the beginning part of this is what God is showing me. The beginning part of not being connected, not having the same old type of relationships, because you can get rid of certain people and walk in the same type of relationship, right? Not not going in a cycle of that, you have to once admit how you got there, right? Not only admitting how you got there, but how you play part in it. Can't go be pointing, uh, you can't go point your finger at other people and say they did this and that. How do I get here? Unresolved issues, unresolved trauma, right? And know that whatever your circle looks like at this moment, that's who who you are at this moment you're not going to stay that person but that's what's in you and that's what's on you right Hmm. i'll take that Hmm. no i'm just one so i'm gonna leave it there that's my takeaway from this episode i hope you guys took whatever you need away or took whatever you need and grabbed it and kept hold of it right and then go take it apart on your own time, where you just you and God. All right, peace, y'all. I'm out.